your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to this fan series edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. During the offseason, during this fan series, we give you, the Florida Panther fan, an opportunity to come on the show, introduce yourself, and expand your Florida Panther fan network across all platforms, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, even emailing somebody if that's what you choose to do. Uh, you may find fans outside of South Florida. You might find some fans out of state. You might some find some fans across the pond, and you might even find some fans in Canada that root for this small market team located in Sunrise, Florida. So before we get to it, let me introduce myself. My name is Armando Velez. I'm from BantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they'll be covering all the offseason activities in the National Hockey League. So today is the fourth edition of the Florida Panthers fan series. And today I have from across the pond in the UK, it is Daniel Phipps. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm very glad to have you on. And it's crazy. Uh, two straight fan series editions where I had to work a little bit with a with a time change. One was a seven hour time change with Gus Bus Modest. For the listeners, if you want to listen to that conversation, uh, go back and listen to it then. And this one is a six hour time change based on where we are located. It's five. I was wrong when I emailed you originally. <laughs> okay. Five. Five. So it, it just depends on the time of the year because the U.S. goes through a, a daylight saving. So sometimes we, yeah. we go through an hour back. Sometimes we go uh, an hour forward, uh, spring forward, fall back. So in, in, back. in April, in April, we go forward in October slash November, we go back. So that that's how that's how it works here. So tell tell the tell the fans about where you're originally from so i'm originally from wolverhampton which is near birmingham which is about 130 miles north of london um and i now live in nottingham which is about 60 miles to the east of there so still same kind of distance um north north of london um which which i i have to tell everyone because whenever i come to the states it's always a how far away from you from london <laughs> um so that's kind of, so that, that's where that's where i'm from that's where I, I live i um i started kind i started um getting into the nhl at around the back end of the 97 se- um, season um around the all-star game in san jose where i bought i i, I ended up going to a news agent in um at a, at a supermarket and i'd always had kind of a, an interest in north american sports from kind of like the age of nine onwards um and i saw a magazine about um the it was a, it was an all-star game preview magazine and it was you know not too expensive so i picked it up and had a read and a, a friend of mine who um 
was it the NHL Power Play show that used to be on ESPN, I think, around the late 90s, had recorded a couple of it, and they recorded the um, the All-Star Game um, re- recap, if you will. So it was about, I think it was about 30-minute kind of condensed game of that and watched it, and it was just like, yeah, I, I can see me enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> and just ev- ever since then, it's been a case of... Um, following the sport and kind of following what um, what Florida have done pretty much since then. Um, it's, it's one of those, it's become easier as technology has advanced and having high-speed internet and being able to have, you know, NHL TV, whereas before it was very much a case of, it was, the NHL was really the last North American sport to get um, shown on regular British TV. So the NFL in the, in the mid nineties kind and the, the NBA were being shown on, on terrestrial British TV. So you had kind of like four channels, if you will. And then if you wanted more, you had to subscribe to sky or cable. So the NHL was the last sport to really kind of get on that wave. So before that, it was a case of having to get my mom's friends to take me the games off TV and buy <laughs> the tape like three or four weeks later and having to catch up on them. We used to have a, a thing called Teletext in the UK, which is a bit, it, it was kind of like a very basic kind of um, news segment that you would you'd press a button on your remote, you'd get to it and you'd have to key in a combination. So let's say 500 would be a sport combination. Oh and you'd have God. to key in another com- combination for a particular sport. Then you used to have to flick through all the news and it was always quicker than you could actually read. So you'd be there. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a dedication. I know it's easy. I can just click on NHL TV and it's like, yeah, there we go. 15 games as long as they're not blacked out <laughs> for, my, for my choosing. <laughs> Oh my God! Like I can't even I can't even imagine uh, what you had to go through back in the late '90s, early 2000s. With it's all it's all it's all good now. It's worth it. <laughs> so, because I think about the like now, even with Twitter and seeing tweets during even live games going on, that if you were to if you were to get those tapes three weeks after the fact, then a lot of news could have broke broken. Oh yeah during during it, everything in between and you might not be really up to speed like by a lot because a lot can happen in a yeah. three-week span i mean just yeah. just this past season in a two-week span alexander goes um, barkov goes off with a minor injury and then aaron ekblad fractures his leg just in less than a week's time so imagine mm. if this were back in yeah. the 90s and you were trying yeah. to like catch up on all of that well it's, it's quite funny now because when i because i watch i watch all the games back i don't watch them live because it's yeah the time difference so i always yes. watch them back the next day and it is literally because i don't have twitter but i have facebook and it is literally computer off do not look at it until i've watched that game and if it's a blacked out game for example because if they show it over here it's blacked out for 48 hours it is no internet until that game is until i've watched that game <laughs> oh wow that's that's nuts because um i was actually about to ask you when you when you when you uh watch uh the games do you watch them live? I mean, if it's an afternoon game, because the Florida Panthers will have like, they had some 2 p.m. games, so I assume yeah. you watch those A lot live. of it depends on what's going on in, because obviously there is, there's contracts in place with certain UK, um, obviously sports um, networks that will that'll that have a contract with the NHL. And if they have that afternoon game, it's it will be blacked out until the following afternoon. Um, but again, it's just, 
it I just, I just deal with it because I'm used to it because I've been doing it for so long. It's like, yeah, that's all that's all good. And, you know, stay off the internet for a day is kind of a bit healthy sometimes. <laughs> and, and you and you were talking about how you watch it the next morning. So do you, as far as this, which segues me to what you do, what what is it that you do? And if you do and for what you do, do you watch the games like before you go to work or do you watch it like after? Um, if it's a weekend game, I'll watch it first thing in the morning. If it's after, if it's a, a day game, I'll watch it after work. Okay. What like, what what do you do for a living? I work in uh, I work in an office. I work in sales. Oh, cool. What, what do you sell? Sell if you uh, don't mind me asking. We're a. I work for a company who are a manufacturing firm. They make um, insulated components for basically for low voltage um, equipment. So you'll have like a switchboard in the building, for example, that will power everything. And we manufacture parts that are used within that that um, essentially conduct the uh, sorry insulate the um, the copper that's inside. That's awesome. I bet. So, yeah. So that that's just it in in, in layman's terms. And mm-hmm. so it'd be a case of let's say, uh, let's say it was the middle of the season and the, there was a game last night. I'd have got home and I would have put picked out you know the the iPad or um, got on um, the the app on the TV and just watched the game and then sorted all good. I'm caught up. Get on and do the rest of the days kind of things. Got you. As far as blackouts over there in the UK, um, how, how often do you experience them with the Panthers specifically? Not not that many. Um, the playoffs, the, the the Tampa series were was a tough one because that was blacked out. The, especially the first two games were. Um, it gets quite annoying. I'll be honest. It does get annoying towards the end of the um, of the Stanley Cup playoffs, where it's like you do have to. You, I, I couldn't watch the last the the Tampa um, I couldn't watch the Tampa Montreal game um, five until like two days after. So I knew what had happened. But mm. you just yeah I I I, could, I I always said that if it was a case of if it was um, it, let's say if Florida got to the Stanley Cup playoffs next season, I would pay to get one of these services to watch it live. Because, gotcha. Yeah, but for, as a, as a, it's not the end of the world. It's mm. um, you know they. They happen. They, I think, whether if it's anything like what they do with a lot of sports, they have to have a certain um, amount of game shown by a particular team. Um, so, to be honest, you're probably finding that your more higher market teams like the Rangers would be more susceptible to it because they'll have a bigger, um, demo, they'll have a big obviously demographic, and what they'll do is they'll probably get if they're playing someone, for example, let's say, um, let's say someone like Arizona, they'll probably have a contract in place where they have to show say three coyotes games a year as an mm-hmm. example and they'll pick them against three higher market teams because they'll that's they'll assume yeah they'll assume they'll get the the higher <laughs> rev the higher um watcher turnout based on who they're playing basically mm-hmm. uh for me for example i live in a in a bolts market so uh the only time the florida panthers get blacked out in my location when I watch them is whenever A, they're playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning or B, they have a nationally televised uh, yeah. game. They had two of them this season. One of them was actually against the Bolts. So I had to watch the Tampa Bay broadcast anyway um, for to watch the Panthers. And B, thankfully I was able to watch the NBC Sports app here in the US that I got the national broadcast, even though I wanted to listen to the local broadcast. But it's it was also a great opportunity during those blackouts to see what the national perspective thinks of the Florida yeah. Panthers. And that yeah. is definitely changing. And it's a very Ooh, encouraging yeah. sign to see. 
I, I saw that during the playoffs because I had the game one, I got the national broadcast. And I think game three, I got the Tampa broadcast. I couldn't get the um, the national or the, um, I wasn't even, didn't even know if, um, if um, it's Bally Sports that does the. Uh, mm-hmm. no, now yeah. it's Bally Sports. Yeah, yeah. They changed I didn't, it. I, yeah, I wasn't sure if Bally Sports had a thing. So I watched the Tampa one. It was definitely a lot different than it has been in previous, um, in previous seasons. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So, next question I have uh, for you because you answered a few of them about when the Panthers enter your consciousness, what specific game sold you as a fan. You talked about the all-star game. So as far as traveling to go see the Florida Panthers, um, have you had ever had the opportunity to travel Twice. outside of the UK? Twice. Oh, yeah. I went, I, I came to the, I came to two games um, in, I think it was in 2016 um, against the Avalanche against the Bruins. Um Actually, I have one of the goal pucks from one of those games um, against the Bruins. Um, I ended up getting someone to bring it over from the States because they wouldn't ship it over. I saw it for sale. and I was like, I'm having that. I was at that game. That is mine. <laughs> and then I went to um, to both Finland games um, against, against the Jets. Against, against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to both of those. And the plan is to come over again in a, in a couple of years. It's just obviously getting the... Um, well, even before the the you know the current travel situation, obviously just getting the funds together to to come over um, and spend some time back in um, back in South Florida again, because it's you know it's definitely something that I I could happily make a regular um, a regular trip out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I I I can't help but uh, ask about uh, the background in 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 your room right here, which is yeah. very intriguing to me. I see that you're a very uh, a big fan of Nintendo. Uh, talk about talk about your uh... that that's actually my girlfriend who's the Nintendo um, Nintendo buff. 
Really? Um, yeah, that, that's my that's my girlfriend, um, who's the Nintendo buff. Oh, cool. What 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 are the things that she usually uh, likes to play? I see a lot of Mario in that background. Yeah, um, Mario, Zelda, um, anything like that, basically. That's um, awesome. Just just yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, and, and and all of those are video games back there. I, I, no, no, they're CDs. They're CDs. Wow. They're CDs. Wow. That that that's about probably a third of the collection. A third. Oh my goodness. The fans can't see this, but it's uh quite a few uh shelves worth uh of CDs. Uh is there any specific CDs that, like classic ones that you like in 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 there that like you encourage the Florida Panther fans to listen to? Um it it depends. I mean there's a lot of classics in there, but I've got a quite um specific music taste. Um I listen to quite underground metal and punk, so it, it all depends on That's my people's genre. View. Okay. Well, you're from Florida, and especially, do you say you're in a bolts market? Yeah. So I, I like rock so, music. Okay. One of my favorite, well, probably my favorite genre is, um, is death metal, which is from Tampa. Mm-hmm. That is where it originated. So anything from kind of like death, morbid angel, um, right through to kind of like more um, hardcore stuff. So kind of like agnostic from biohazard, and just yeah knuckle dust who are a great uk band doing that kind of thing so yeah there's 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 a lot of, there's a lot of music here <laughs> uh my my favorite it's funny because my uh my favorite all-time band is from uh the uk uh muse muse okay yeah, yeah. huge huge fan of them uh i actually saw them at the bbnt center uh three years ago in 2018 uh where the panthers play i saw them in live mm. in concert and i've seen them in an outdoor setting and i've seen them in an arena setting and they're their arena uh, version of their show is ten times better than an outdoor show. Out- outdoors really tough. I think you because the issue you have with outdoor events is you're always fighting against wind, especially if you, especially in the UK. If you go to if you go to festivals like over here in the UK, um, the tent because what will normally happen. I'm not sure what it's like um, over there, but you'll have you'll have um, two outdoor main stages. And then you'll have tents, and the tents are normally better because they control the sound and they control the um, obviously the wind coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always, I must admit, I always much prefer, even though I enjoy outdoor events just because of the the spectacle of it. I do much prefer, um, you know, the the indoor kind of vibe of things. Mm. Have you ever been to a show at Wembley? No, no, no? I've never been to, never been to a show at Wembley. Um, I've. To be honest, most of the outdoor things I've kind of done have either been at Donington, which is the um, a British racing track, or abroad. Um, I've, I used to go to a view, um, do you know the festival Wacken, which is in Germany. Mm-hmm. It, I've been I've been there um, quite a few times. Um, that's something that if you're if you're a fan of um, of outdoor live um, rock and metal music, that that is the one to go to. It's mm-hmm. just next level. It's funny because I never really think of uh, too many international places that I'd like to go to see an event in period. I think of Wembley. I think of like a place like the Rome Coliseum as well. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a place that I would really like to, uh, to, to go see, um, at least on the international level, that I would love to see a show uh, in, in general. So as far as teams that you, that you loathe, um, with, with the exception of the Tampa Bay Lightning, because I feel like there's going to be the uh, majority of the answers. But if it is the Tampa Bay Lightning, feel free to. Who is the team that you dislike the most in the NHL? 
they're, they're not about anymore, but it's the Nordiques just because of their fan base. Mm-hmm. See, I I don't loathe I don't loathe the Lightning. You know, it's like they did what all right that they what they did right during this this season with the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's it, it sucked, but it wasn't against the it wasn't against the rules. Mm-hmm. But that th- they but if, the fact of the matter is they've built they built a team that was an absolute force, and it is a unit. Mm-hmm. It's it it's it's kind of like the Nordique, the, the leftover Nordique fans who just get salty about the fact that there's not going to be a team in Quebec, and that they had a team and the team's not there anymore, and it infinitely got better as soon as it left mm-hmm. when it went to Colorado. Um, be, because I don't kind of, I don't know, I don't really think there's anyone I particularly loathe. Um, it's just one of those is that you always hate the best. But sometimes yes. you've got. Sometimes you have to give the best credit for the fact of of what they've done because, you know, the Bolts had that. You know, that's basically when the Bolts first came to the league, they weren't very good. You they know, used to they, play in where the Tampa Bay Rays played where when they first started. They used to play in the what it was called the Thunderdome. Okay, yeah, yeah. They they were awful from what yeah, I. From I, what I remember when I first started when I first started watching, and they were just yeah, they were not a, a good team. And then even not too long ago, when they had. Um, even when they had kind of like, you know, Stamkos and you'd find that whenever he was injured, they just, yeah, they just lost it. I think it was about maybe four or five years ago and he missed a big chunk of the season and they were just not the same team. Which just now they've just built this absolute unit and yeah, hats hats off. But, you know, they, they, there's only one way they're going to go, which is down now. Mm-hmm. Because I, I can't see them getting, I can't see them three-peating, not with, not again. Uh I try to be careful when I say things like that because then <laughs> I could be old takes exposed as that t- page on Twitter. But <laughs> I, they did lose they did lose a lot of their bottom six pieces, but yeah. their core is still there. I don't mm. know what's going to go on with Steven Stamkos with his injury history right now. They extended Braden Point. Uh, Vasilevsky is still under contract for a few more seasons. Hedman is still I, under contract. I, I must admit, I, I, was sh- I was shocked they didn't try. and When, when they won not last year, the year before, and they did it without him. I was like, yeah, I, I, I really, I assume he's got a no movement clause, but it was, it surprises me that it's not been thought about that they might shop him because they've proven they don't need him to win. That, and, and I saw a tweet from their, uh, their AHL affiliate of all the uh, teams that, all the players that have been uh, through the, the system and who have made it to the NHL level. It's like, wow, it's not just the stars that they have, that they draft, it's their development. And Stamkos does have three years left on his contract, no mm. movement clause at $8.5 million. So that's going to be a hard uh, contract to move for a guy who um, is who has been injured. I don't like saying the word injury prone. I hate using that word. Yeah. But as, as a guy who gets injured often. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each 
of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code locked on. Next question I have for you here is um what is what is your take on the direction of the Florida Panthers now? Because you said you've been a fan since 97 and you've seen this team through a really, really rough 12 years of not making the playoffs. <laughs> one, one, two appearances, four years apart, and then a, an appearance this year, five years apart from the, from the last one. So what's your, what's your take on the current direction of the Florida it's, Panthers? It's, defi- it's definitely positive. It's definitely the, you, I mean, you can tell they're all in, which I know you've said on this podcast a lot that, you know, there is definitely a, a, a we're making, we're taking advantage of what we have now. We're taking advantage of the fact that we've got a, you know, we've got a solid core of players and we've added to it and we're not worried about and anything to do. All right. The cap situation is the cap situation, but they've spent money and where have they spent, you know, where they spent money in past, like when they bought it, you know, they'd go through periods where they'd bring in three or four veteran, you know, and pieces like when they bought in um, um, UC Oaken and they bought, um, Ed Jovanovski back, um, Sean Bernheim. You know, they were you know they were pieces that came in and they were productive, but they've but they obviously gone after big pieces this season because they've seen that there's the they've seen that the, the, it's win now, and mm-hmm. that's that that's a good thing you know because it's you know we had previous where you'd hear the same at the end of every season you'd hear that kind of copy pasted statement of well we've added you know we've added to the youth we've added this which is great because you need to you know you need to build through developing players you can't just spend money on free agents because you're essentially paying for what they've done not what they're going to do and which is so it was good that they bought in those kind of pieces you know they bought in those young pieces to develop they've developed them and now it's a case of okay we now know what we need to bring in and they've bought in 
players who aren't, you know, the wrong side of 30. Mm-hmm. They're bringing in pieces that are going to add to it and um, really push this, push this team forward. Because if you look at it now on paper, they are, you know, they really shouldn't, they should be, you know, challenging for that division, you know, the, the, for the division um, lead by the end of the season. There's, there's no reason why they shouldn't, because even though Tampa have that unit of a core, they've lost pieces. Whereas we've kind of, we've built up the, the bottom six in the point where was it your, the show you did where, about when we, when um, Joe Thornton was um, signed, it's like, we've now got this, there's players now who don't necessarily have a guaranteed of playing time, which is, it's a blessing and a, and a curse because obviously there is the development side of things, but at the same time, you've got the competition to try and get places. Um, and that's kind of, I, all I can see is a, a positive kind of spin on, on, on the direction that it's going um, to kind of take that next kind of like giant leap forward. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited more of the leadership aspect of Joe yeah. Thornton more than the actual play De- and definitely. that the motive and that the motivation he can definitely bring, like you said. And there's only there's really only four players on the on the Florida Panthers roster that are over the age of 30. I see Patrick mm-hmm. Hornquist, I see Joe Thornton, Zach Dalpy, and I see uh, Radko Gu- five Radko Gudis and also uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. So. Yeah. So not a lot of players are 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 over the age of thirty, and it's a big youth movement. And the big and the big thing that I emphasize on this is term when it comes to the contracts of these free agents. So if they're not working out, they're easily more tradable, and they're yeah. easily more um, easy to get rid of too, so that you could bring in more complementary pieces. And the only at this point, Bill Zito is only going to really give long term contracts to players like an Alexander Barkov or. Yeah. A, Aaron Eckblad. I mean, Aaron Eckblad's contract won't be up for a while, but Jonathan yeah. Huberto in two years. So that's going to be, that's going to, you're, you're, you're prioritizing who your core is and you are prioritizing also who are the complementary pieces around them. Like rec- yeah. it's, it's just about really recognition when it comes to who's, who's the center of this team and who are the people who complement. Mm, definitely. I think as well with the, because obviously bringing in the, um, what, like you said, with obviously the signing of, of these, of the contracts outside of um, obviously the, of the key core pieces, which are, right, I know Barkov's got his, um, on his last, on his final year, that needs to be sorted out, but no one's, you've not got anything that's come in where you've thought, oh, that's a bit, you know, a bit much, you know, you've mm-hmm. got, Sam Bennett's got four years, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a, you know, that's a, you know, a decent length for both parties because at the end of the day, if he has a good four year, a, a, you know, a good four years, obviously with the team, when he's up for free agency again, he's not lost his money making window, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, he can go out there and he can, because he's not, you know, how, I mean, he's not, he's 25. Old. 25. So yeah, four years is going to be 29. So that again is a, 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 a nice kind of window where he can then look at, you know, if he wants to move on and actually cash in big time, he's got those years kind of left to do. Um, so it and it's so it's positive that we're not, you know, having to give out, you know, six, seven years at, you know, at kind of like that sort of money that's really going to tie the hands um, this, you know, following this season and going on to the next one. Absolutely. It's a great situation that they have put themselves in. So 
So uh, more of a personal question for you. When, when you're not watching the Panthers or watching sports, what is a thing that you like to do? Um, music. Um, I started playing guitar about two months ago, so that's been taking up quite a bit of my time. Oh, nice. Um, just, do you like to say just generally music? Um, like listening to going to um, live mu music events, um, playing playing video games. Um, What's your favorite to play? What's your favorite? At the, at the moment, I, at the moment, I'm kind of just been um, going through Red Dead Redemption. Um, mm -hmm. I got a bit, I got a bit obsessed with, with it um, last year. I was like, okay, let let's find so, let let's find something, you know, a, a a new game to play, and downloaded it. I was like, yeah, got a bit you know obsessed on that one <laughs> um just generally that kind of stuff really i'm not i'm i've got quite a simple kind of existence <laughs> but it's all good it keeps me um you know it ke it keeps me um ticking along so it's all good oh and tra tra traveling before um before obviously covid you know mm -hmm. i enjoy, enjoy traveling um various places um states wise and further afield so what you're saying is you're a low maintenance dude. I'm, I'm you... very, I'm, I'm very low maintenance. So uh, I like to oh, think cooking. That I'm... cooking. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I like to say that I'm a low maintenance dude as well as someone who, uh, who considers himself a quote unquote minimalist as well. Oh yeah, that's very. So, so I, I consider my, I consider myself as well that. So last question for you before we get out of here. Um, non-hockey related are there any book recommendations podcasts or non-sports related stuff that you recommend uh the fans to listen to that you want to pass along to the fans um i'll be honest with you i not particularly i'm like I say i'm i the the podcast that i listen to tend to be kind of like you know hockey or major league baseball um affiliated so that's kind of like what i tend to listen give us to a baseball one that you like um I enjoy the Locked On um, Indians podcast because I follow Cleveland. Um, okay, I, I enjoy that. Um, I was listening to that on the on the way home. Um, there's the Talking Baseball one as well that I normally listen to, which just because it's a bit, I know it's they they just don't they, they don't hold back, and it's quite an enjoyable um, podcast to listen to. Mm. They're really the main ones that I kind of um, listen to outside of the outside of the hockey ones. Gotcha. And soon that'll be uh, locked on uh, Guardians, Guardians as they'll be changing from Indians uh, to Guardians. Uh, cool. Uh, it's funny because uh, 97, it's funny, you got into the Indian, you got into hockey in 97. And that's the same year that the Marlins yeah, and Indians yeah, yeah, yeah. face each other in the World <laughs> Series. Uh, it's funny because I don't remember that World Series. I was only four, four years old when the Marlins won. And, and yeah, I used to go to games back in the old pro player stadium i'm aging myself here as a millennial um it, i i i grew up calling it pro player stadium there's a lot of people older than me that grew up calling it joe robbie stadium but my at my age i i grew up calling it uh pro player stadium and yeah um just it's funny good that you're recommending another uh, locked on uh show uh so if you're an indians fan or soon to be guardians uh fan check out uh locked on indians um for to as they talk about everything going on with the Cleveland Indians, who were just in the World Series a few years ago against the Chicago Cubs, um, I listened to Locked On Marlins with R.M. Layton. He's a great base baseball mind as a, as a Marlins fan uh, myself. But thank you, Daniel. I want to thank pleasure. you so much for uh, no, coming on to this episode of 
the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And for anyone who wants to follow you on any of social media or interact with you, where can they find you? Um, to be honest with you, I only really use Instagram as a social media um, thing. So the handle is, um, bear with me a second, let me find it. Sorry, I'm I'm not I'm not a Twitter person, so it's it's elective. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's elective underscore damputation. Cool. Uh, so if you want to follow him there, um, and are you on the Florida Panthers fan uh, Facebook group? It, maybe you, people can interact with you there. Um, I don't tend to go on the groups more um, because they they have been um, they've tended to cause spoiler alerts, so I kind of stay off the group. That's fair, especially since you don't watch games live. <laughs> yeah, so. it's it, I, I did I was on a fair few of them, but then it just got to the point where you kind of you turn something on and then something but they were like it'd be like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you ever get the chance to uh, interact with Daniel there there's your opportunity to and uh, and also follow him on Instagram there so i want to thank you once again for uh joining me on this fan series episode no, thank you. hope to yeah. talk to you soon definitely thank you for having me and thank you for obviously trying to sort out timing differences cuz it's um, yeah it, it, it's um it can't be the most easiest thing to try and juggle your schedule around obviously 5 6 hours in the in advance absolutely but hey we make it work uh definitely. some here some some way somehow so, so for Florida Panther fans, if you w- want the opportunity to come on the show to talk about your Florida Panther fandom, make sure to DM me on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers or email me at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com if you want your opportunity. Won't be doing this for long because training camp does start in a month, so we'll have to shift the topics over to the upcoming Florida Panthers season. So make sure to get your entries in there. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the off-season activities in the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to a new Locked On Bets podcast Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez with Daniel Phipps. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.